Hey. Hi. How's it going? Um, hey, hi, hello. <laughs> right, okay. So today is um, a weird one, actually. I feel, I feel weird because I'm in high spirit, like I'm in a good mood. I've just finished indulging in NS 10v10 uh, Rough Riders versus Rockefeller, which was incredible. Shout out to Prof Kumi, doing a good job, repping. Didn't let the team down, which is really, really cool. Um, I've also just deep cleaned my oven, <laughs> the most random thing ever. But yeah, so that's all juxtaposed with the fact that right now, globally, um, there's a lot of uh, heartache and despair. Another unarmed black man has been murdered by police in the States. White women are carrying everywhere. Um, young black boys are going missing in the UK, being murdered, being groomed for county lines. It's a dark time. I mean, COVID is just, the UK are now, you know, they have the highest death rate in the world. You know, little UK. And then we've got Boris sending us all to work and to school as, as normal. So it's a really, really weird moment, I feel. Um, I had planned to talk about something completely different, but I just feel feel bittersweet so I think that is going to be today's topic and um, just the bittersweet nature of, of life right now and the fact that you know it isn't a great time but hopefully we can turn these moments of darkness and despair into something positive like I'm really hoping that with all that's going on, that at least we can... I mean, we say it all the time, to be fair, so there's no point in me saying, oh, let's have that conversation, because how many unarmed men need to die before something is done? And I was speaking to a really, really good friend of mine. In fact, he's my brother, Collar, Collar Bello, dope on the keys, but we'll get into that another time. But yeah, we were just talking about the fact that as black people, okay, and I know not everyone listening is black, but as black people, you know, you're you're switching on the news and you're just seeing another black life just discarded as if it were meaningless, you know, as if it it has no no worth. And it it becomes traumatising and then... You, you go through the motions of being enraged and then you become mildly desensitized because you're seeing it so often. And, and what can actually be done? Like, how do, we, how do we come together and, you know, mobilize if, if that's even appropriate? Like, what do we do? Like, I just feel almost hopeless. Like, what do we do? We've, we've had all the conversations we've protested, we've screamed that black lives matter, and you know, we're still, we're still here. We're still grieving, we're still mourning. 
um, it is quite a depressing, emotionally draining moment for anyone who is black. And again, I'm very privy to the fact that the black experience is not a monolithic thing. You know, there are some black people who are unbothered because it's not them and it's not their loved one or, you know, the people who have been protesting for time and now they're tired. Um, so not everyone's going to share the same amount of rage or, you know, the quick desire to want to do something ASAP, but I just, I really do feel like something needs to be done. And and it is bittersweet because it, it, it forces you to, to remember the fact that despite time progressing some of these issues we still as a you know as a as humanity haven't haven't dealt with it or or uprooted it fully there's still you know pockets of of places in people and with people who believe in white supremacy and it is it's heartbreaking to see you know it's it's, it's disheartening to see people defend what is a helpless man on the floor, you know, he's clearly submitting to some degree and another human feels I'm going to kneel on his neck for for however long, for whatever reason, it's, it's savage, I think, absolutely barbaric and do you know what, I think I'd seen things like this with Eric Garner the register of names of people who have been murdered by, you know, police and other white vigilantes. But I think now, as a mother, and, you know, just seeing this, I couldn't even watch the clip. It was just too distressing. I just thought, this is someone's baby. This is, this is, this is the product of someone's, you know, hard work love you know this is this is someone's child and then I go on to learn that on that same day he was you know grieving the death of his mother it had been two years or, or something to that effect and I just felt really overwhelmed with sadness like I think it's going to be my longest pod because this needs to be discussed you know I really wish the sweet aspect of it was more than just the fact that we're going to have the conversation. But I made a post today um, on Twitter just talking about the fact that white people and people who are not black, you know, whether you consider yourself brown or, or, you know, whatever other hue you want to subscribe to, this isn't a one-man band. Like, everyone needs to kind of come together to say this is wrong and this needs to be condemned publicly and I really feel like there needs to be some sort of you know example made I read that you know the officers because there were four of them had lost their jobs and okay you lose your job but what is that at the end of the day like where is the the class action against the police force like where is the you know we've got all these independent commissions that are supposed to be doing all these investigations into institutional racism into internalized racism in all these structures 
in society and you know we always come up empty you know we riot we try everything and I think that's what's really getting my go at the minute it's just like black people are told to try everything oh protest okay we did that turn the other cheek okay we did that comply okay we did that and go about it in this way okay we did that but still here we are and it is frustrating you know it's so frustrating being on the receiving end of all this violence and you know even more so because a lot of the violence tends to be microaggressions as well like in the workplace or you know, just in general society, when you talk about how you feel or what you may be experiencing, you are almost made to feel as if, you know, your experience is fantasy, um, you know, you're, you're somewhat deluded or it's all in your mind. And you can tell you're being marginalised. And I'm not saying this is the case for every single person because I'm not really big on oppression Olympics, but this has to be spoken about because it is it is getting to the point where I think a lot of people will need I mean I think we already all need therapy anyway but it's going to gravely affect how we you know move through our day-to-day lives that I felt incredibly heavy I felt very overwhelmed and it, it was a it was a weird feeling and it's followed me throughout the day i haven't gone anywhere and that is distressing in itself um but i'm hoping that the bittersweet element in all of this is that now finally instead of the onus just being on the shoulders of black people to champion these conversations that perhaps white people will start taking the forefront in you know having these discussions within their own circles it doesn't it doesn't mean to say we're looking for you know a vanilla ice to take us to town no in your own circles you know uncover these things unpick these things hold each other to account and and be allies with your voice you know if we're all screaming the same thing someone will have to listen um, so I feel like I've just been going on and on um, totally not what I had in mind to talk about today but I am a black woman um, I, I come from a black household you know my friends are black not all of them of course but I, I live a black experience and for me to you know just act as if I'm unscathed in this entire thing would be an absolute lie um, and I just, I just fear, I'm glad I have a daughter, but I just fear, I could never live in America, I don't think, because it's just scary, but that's not me saying that the UK is, you know, free of all manner of racism, of course not, I've been on the receiving end of it countless times, I just, it's so overwhelming, um, but yeah, I'd also like to just, you know, offer some sort of, you know, sweetened ending to this podcast by just saying, you know, we need to, we need to do our best 
as people, but this is mainly for black people at this particular time, to just unplug. Because what we are being forced to see is incredibly traumatic and there is nothing normal about witnessing murders or witnessing such traumatic events habitually. It will mess with you eventually. So please, like, know when it's time to sign out. Give yourself a moment. Unplug. Do something that makes you happy. Um, because it's, it's a lot to weigh on your conscience. It's a lot to be confronted with. Especially when there's no actual solution right now. So it's like you're just seeing problem after problem. And there is no telling exactly how it's going to be solved. And, and that can do tremendous things you know to your subconscious even so um just to offer some sweet savory uh ways to just you know navigate during this entire circus my god um yeah unplug try not to ponder too much on the actual issue itself um just for a moment if you have good people around you that you can offload with and talk to, then brilliant. Um, but just try not to make the conversation the focus of your every moment throughout the course of the day. Uh, take take breaks, man, because it's a lot to deal with. Um, yeah, bittersweet indeed. And I, I hope that from this, more awareness can be raised more voices can, you know, turn up the volume to really drive some sort of change. There were other countless things that happened today that were just really bizarre that I just won't even comment on. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for me today. I've been talking for much longer than I ever <laughs> would have presumed I would. So, and stay safe and do your best to practice as much self-care as you can with the level and amount of trauma circulating. Do everything you can to protect your peace. Right, that's me. Ciao for now.